0: The house of the Lord is about getting better. Amen. I want to get better today. What about you? Amen. Praise God. I want to to get a little more prepared to, to meet the Lord. Amen. I want to get more prepared for the rapture. Amen. Praise God. I don't want a spot. I don't want a wrinkle or any such thing. Amen. God, take the rebellion out of every one of us. God, anything in our heart that would stop us from making heaven our home, we pray today, God, get it out. Amen. That's why we're here, church. Amen. We're not here for no other reason. This is the dressing room. This is the dressing room. Amen. For a great marriage, that's going to happen. Amen. And I want to be part of that bride. Praise God. 1 Peter 4 and 17. The Bible says, For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? And if the righteous scarcely be saved, Where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to Him in well-doing as unto a faithful Creator. Amen. Going through trials, don't, don't, don't stress about the trial. you suffering for Christ's sake, Don't get down and discouraged. Just commit your soul to Him. Because I'm telling you, heaven is going to be worth everything. Hallelujah. I don't want to be bitter. I don't want a root of bitterness to get in me. I'm going to love everybody. I said I'm going to love everybody. Don't you know they talked about me? Don't you know you gotta love them?
1: We're on a journey today.
0: Hallelujah. And I want to preach from this very sobering thought that the Lord gave me yesterday. What if your good enough isn't enough? Amen. Amen. What if what you think is good enough isn't enough? Praise God. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Yes. What would happen if we thought was good enough wasn't enough? I'm telling you, if you ever needed to not lean upon your own understanding, yes. if there ever was a time you need to get a hold of this Word, yes. come on church, pray with me right now in the name of Jesus. Yes. 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 Come on, why don't you join with somebody? I feel I feel Jesus wanting to walk up and down these aisles today and touch people, stir people. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, prayer warriors. Come on, let's pray harder for a few moments here. Come on, can you just lift up your voice and travail to Jesus right now? Come on, why don't you pray, God, I gotta be right. God, I gotta be right. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now, why don't you give Jesus some praise by putting your hands together. We love you, Lord, we thank you, Jesus. we thank you, Jesus. Amen, you can be seated, thank you for standing. amen. I was praying in the church yesterday, and the Lord dealt with me about this particular um, title and what I want to preach about today. And it was simply, what if what people think is good enough? isn't good enough. And what would happen if the life that you thought was good enough ended up in the rapture not good enough? Tell you what would happen we don't get another chance. Amen. I want to preach a very sobering message to the church today. Amen. We got to be right. I said we have to be right. Hallelujah, in a day where 80%, maybe 90% of all Christianity believes that all you have to do is believe to be saved, and they think that's good enough, my Bible says you have to do more than just believe. Man, I'm not a watchman on the wall if I don't preach the gospel to the church. Amen. Not only do you have to believe, but you got to confess that you're a sinner. Amen. You can't walk through the door and act like nothing ever happened to you. You have to find an altar. You don't confess to a little box and a man talking inside a hole because man can't fix your problems. I said man can't fix the sin problem. Amen, that's why you don't confess to me all that you've done. I don't care what you've done. I care that you come to the altar and you confess to a God that laid down his own life. Who who bought this church with his own blood is what the Bible says. Amen. But believing and confessing by itself is not good enough. Because my Bible says you've got to repent of your sins or you shall all likewise perish. Amen. Now we've gone against the grain of all Christianity per se that believe you can say a little prayer and you're forever saved. That's not the Bible. That's not good enough. Amen. That's good, but that's not good enough. Because there's got to be some repentance uh, where you turn from what you were. I said you've got to turn from what you were. Uh, if your salvation experience never required you to turn from your old wicked ways, uh, get rid of your old wicked friends uh, and your old wicked habits, uh, honey, you didn't repent uh, and that's not good enough. Come on, church, help me right now. The devil don't want me to preach this, but I'm going to preach to the church today. Uh, We got to make it all the way. Hallelujah. Clap your hands to the Lord together. Man, but believing and confessing and repenting ain't good enough. Repentance is a great feeling when you turn from what you were. It's a great feeling. Wonderful feeling. But that ain't good enough. Because my Bible says you have to be baptized in Jesus' name for your sins to be remitted. Don't, don't ever think we're one flavor of Christianity and they're another flavor and they're another flavor, honey. God's looking at one flavor. I said he's looking at one flavor of uh, and you don't want to get to the last day. Uh, and God say, that's not good enough. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Man, believing and confessing and repenting and being baptized in Jesus' name is not good enough. It's a lot of good stuff. But it ain't good enough. Because my Bible said, except a man is born of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Matter of fact, you can't even see the kingdom of God. Well, hallelujah. What's going to happen at the last trump? when people realize that what I've been taught wasn't good enough. Lord, if there ever was a day when everybody in the church needs to be teaching a Bible study to somebody somewhere, uh, lifting up your voice. uh, uh, It's time for the gospel to go outside of the four walls of the church. Don't keep it inside where we clap and amen and lift our hands. Uh, amen. Somebody needs to get it in the spirit. Uh, I got to show somebody. Come on, lift your hands to Jesus right now. Won't you pray, God, make a teacher out of me. God, let me be a soul winner. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Jeremiah, the Lord speaking through him in Jeremiah 17, he said, The heart is deceitful above all things. The heart is deceitful. The heart will tell you you're doing good enough. Praise God. I didn't think you'd run the aisles, man. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? He said, I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins, even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. Man, I, I want to preach to you, and I, I don't want to offend anybody, but I want to tell you who you are. I, I've been, I prayed all day long yesterday. And I, and I want to tell you, humanity is always looking for an easier way. Humanity is always looking for a shortcut. My wife knows every back road in this city. If there's one person at the light, she's gonna turn right and go through a neighborhood and then catch another one and end up somewhere. It's just who we are. That's how innovation happens. When I have a hard task, the whole time I'm thinking of hard this. I'm always trying to think, how could I do this easier? Amen. Praise God. That's why I have an excavator. Because I was digging a ditch one time. And I thought, this is hard work. Amen. Why does a preacher need an excavator? Well, got a lot of people in church that need one. (laughs) Praise God. Amen. One thing, I'm building a new church. Amen. So you'll have plenty of room to bring all your guests. Amen. Some preachers have country club memberships. I got a mini excavator. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank God. We would love to find an easier way. That's just who we are. Somebody says, hey, you, you, don't have to, you, you don't have to fold laundry like that. Do it like this. It's easier. We want to do it an easier way. We're always trying to find an easy way. Let me tell you, when it comes to your never-dying soul, you've got to change this perspective that I, I'm looking for something easier your your thought process needs to be i don't want to get there and somebody say that's not good enough don't well praise god i, I don't know how this is going to work but it, it's going to work somebody got tired of putting kernels of corn in a in butter in a pan and going like this Some of you don't even know what I'm talking about. If you're under 25, you don't even know what I'm talking about right now. Ask your mama what I'm talking about later. This is how you used to make popcorn. And you sat there and it got hotter and hotter. Somebody said, why don't you just get a microwave? It's got the popcorn button on it. Set it in there. Why did they do that? We're looking for something easier. I'm telling you what you're dealing with in your mind today is I want something easy. But God sent a preacher to preach to you today. There's one thing in this world you don't want it to be easy. You want it to be good enough. I said there's one thing in this world That you don't want it to be easy. You want it to be right. Come on, help me pray for a minute, church. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ. Your flesh will always try to say, I'm doing good enough. Or what I am doing is plenty to make it all the way. I tell you, if you're working on your house, you have all the authority to say, that's good enough. When the painter's finished, you can say, that's good enough. You're working on your car, you've got all authority to say, that's good enough. But when it comes to entering into the pearly gates, you don't have the authority to say what's good enough. There's a God in heaven that gave us a word. And He's the one that's going to decide whether you've done good enough or you haven't done good enough. And I'm telling you, the Lord gave me a message yesterday, walking back and forth, crying and praying. And it's simply this. Whatever you think is good enough, just do a little bit more. When you start feeling like you're holy enough, just do a little bit more. When you think you're praying enough, uh, why don't you do me a favor and just do a little bit more. When you think you've studied the word good enough, Come on, help me pray, church. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says the righteous, or those doing right, will scarcely be saved. That means barely. Everybody say barely. That means the one doing right will almost be lost. Well, if I don't put some fear of God in people... God I got to be right. I was praying for somebody the other day and it was somebody I've talked to and I've taught, and taught them truth and, they, and they're resisting and they, they don't want to hear it and, and, I, and it's like the Lord just dealt with me you, you ought to tell them to if they could walk out on the black top when it's 100 degrees and Lay down on that black top with their bare skin, and, and if they like what they feel, that's a glimpse of what rebellion will do in your life. I could see them in a vision, laying down on the the black top, and they couldn't take it. I'm telling you, church, it'll be too late once the rapture happens. I please bear with me you may have it all together I may be preaching to one person in this room but I fear God enough that I'm going to preach exactly what God laid upon my heart the the, the, the Bible's very plain and it's very clear he's he's like cut your hand off if you can't quit sinning the Bible's like pluck your eye out if you can't quit looking at pornography on the internet What is he talking about? You'd be better off to be maimed and make it through the gates of heaven than to be here and not do enough to make it home. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord together. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. The righteous are going to barely make it. Tell you those that think they're doing good enough in their own eyes, there won't be much chance for them. Amen. God sent us a harvest. Praise God. But don't let us get a church full of people that don't make it. Don't give us a Joel Osteen church where we got twenty thousand people, and ain't a one of them repented. Mercy, boys. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Telling you when I get there, this is what I want to hear. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Well done. Well done that means whatever you heard preached you just did it whatever you found in that book you just did it amen you took your flesh by the nap of the neck and said flesh you're not sending me to hell you're gonna you're gonna get up and go to church Sunday morning whether you like it or you don't like it you're going to prayer meeting whether you like it or you don't like it What about this? You're going to forgive whether you like it or you don't like it. Why? Because we got to make it all the way. Come on, let's love Jesus right now. And he said unto me, it is done, I am Alpha And Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the fearful, everybody say the fearful. I'm telling you, you walk around scared of everything, fearful of everything, you're going to get in trouble with God. Fear is the opposite of faith. I don't care how many pandemics they come up with, how many restrictions, how many shortages. Don't you walk around in fear. You walk around saying, my God is more than enough. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. He's gonna supply all of my needs. He is my El Shaddai. He's always looking out for me. Boy, I rebuke that fear right now. I said, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Uh, What's going to happen to my finances? Don't worry about your finances, Uh, worry about your soul. Don't worry about your health, Uh, worry about your soul. Uh, Don't worry about getting infected with something. Worry about being cast into hell. He said, but the fearful and the unbelieving. Oh, God. God, don't let this be the doubting, church. Let this be the believers. Look at who He groups the fearful and the unbelieving with and the abominable and the murderers and the whoremongers and the sorcerers and the idolaters. Amen. The ones that are more interested in the NBA than the Holy Bible. Praise God. Woo, it's getting quiet. And all liars. Liars. Everybody say all liars. all liars. That's big lies, little lies, white lies, <laughs> lies to get out of trouble, lies to get more money back on your taxes. Lies. Praise God, boys, getting quiet in here. Praise God. All liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Let me tell you why, why you've got to make sure that you really are good enough. is because there is a lake of fire. It, it, the best way I could describe it, I was praying, and I don't even like to talk about this, If you've ever seen a volcano where the it flows out, the lava flows out from the core of the earth. It's it's like a liquid, but it's a fire at the same time. If you can imagine the torment of being cast into a lake of fire, I I I I can't imagine. I don't like it. I don't like it outside when it's hot. When it's 100, I, I want, I'm looking for the shade. I, I'm looking for somewhere to get out of the heat. Praise God. Did you know if, you, if it's not good enough, if your soul ain't good enough, you're going to be lost forever? Hey, I, I'm, I promise you, I am not going to have blood on my hands. You, you may get offended at my preaching but you will not put blood on my hands. I'm going to preach this gospel. I said I'm going to preach this gospel. I'm going to preach follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. You know what that means? I don't care if you spoke in tongues, honey. If you ain't living a holy life, I said if you ain't living a holy life, uh, you ain't good enough. Uh, You got some correction to do. Uh, If you're in love with the things of the world, uh, you ain't good enough yet. Uh, But thank God there's another service. Uh, Thank God we're in church one more time. uh, That we can lift our hands and say, God, I want to be right. Come on, lift your hands all across this house. Come on, let's love Him together right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. There's a place called heaven. It's going to be so beautiful. The Bible said, Eye hath not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love Him. Amen. I'm telling you, when you get a made-up mind, I'm going to go all the way to the other side. You you can't imagine how beautiful it's going to be. There's not an eye that's seen it. There's not an ear that's heard it. Matter of fact, your brain Can't even comprehend how wonderful and how beautiful it will be the things that God is preparing for those that love Him. (laughs) Amen. What does it mean to love the Lord? I'll just tell you how He said it. If you love me, keep my commandments don't say you love the Lord and fight against the word don't say you love God and then you gossip after church about this and that you're living in the condition of I'm good enough I I, I I don't want to lean upon my own understanding I don't want to look and say, yeah, he, I'm doing mighty fine. I, I think that's good enough. You know what I want to do? I want to get on the altar, and I want to feel that confirmation. Amen. You know what was happening? We I came down here around 8 o'clock last night and started praying. About 20, 30 people showed up and was praying and crying. We had a count meeting service last night. Amen. Praise God. You want to know if you're right or not? Come to prayer meeting. Get yourself a good breakthrough. Come to altar call. Get yourself a good breakthrough. Come to worship service. Lift your hands and your voices and get a good breakthrough. Amen. When the devil's whispering in your ear, God don't love you, but you're feeling the Holy Ghost. The voice in your head saying you're lost, but you're feeling Jesus. Yes. Oh, you'll learn how to stomp on the devil. Hallelujah. You'll learn to take dominion. Uh, amen. I'm not who everybody else says I am, uh, I'm who God says I am. Uh, I'm not the mistakes I made when I was 20 years old. Uh, I'm who God says I am right this moment. Uh, Boy, I feel Jesus right now. I rebuke every fear, every condemnation that comes on people that says God's through with you. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. If you're under the sound of my voice right now, you've got an opportunity to get your heart right. To, to get. Come on, I wish everybody in this house would just love Jesus right now. Hallelujah, 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 amen, I was coming home from somewhere, I don't remember where I I got going to Texas, a few months ago I was coming home and there was this, getting later in the afternoon, there was this this, uh, white tailed doe, she came out of the woods and Kind of started hopping toward the freeway. And uh, I was just about to get past her. And I looked. There was trucks all behind me. Big trucks stacked everywhere. Because I just passed every one of them. And this mama doe, she came out. And there was this little fawn. It's come running right behind mama. And it was like the Lord spoke to me this word. Mama. I'm following you. Boy, I feel Jesus in this place. I thought, am I going to preach this sometime? I thought, is that a... And the Lord just quickened that to me right now. If you're lost, you'll probably take a bunch more people with you. I'm telling you, you need to get the quit out of your spirit. You need to get the reverse out of your transmission. You need to get out of the molly grubs today, mama, daddy. See, I'm not taking anybody to hell with me. I'm taking people to heaven with me. Come on, somebody's going to make a difference in their family. If you're a mom or dad, I want you to stand right now and I want you to lift your hands to Jesus. I want you to lift up your voice and say, God, I'm gonna do my very best. <laughs> I'm gonna go past what I think's good enough. Help me, God. Strengthen me, God. Uh, come on, let's have a little, let's have a little prayer meeting right now. Come on, another moment. Let's pray together, church. Reach over if your family's around you. Grab them by the hand. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Come on, let's make some commitments right now. Ooh, haadabah. Ooh, ha Help us God, strengthen us God, hallelujah, hallelujah, oh Jesus, hallelujah, you can be seated, amen, whatever you think is good enough, Whatever feeling you get when you feel like you've, you're good enough. Amen as the watchman, I'm, I'm begging you today. Do a little bit more. Man, I'd rather make it by a mile. You miss it by an inch or a foot. This is the burden of my heart. Because when you study this Bible every time there was an encounter with somebody who felt like they were in a good condition or they were good enough when they come face to face with God every single time they were overwhelmed and they were shocked at the holiness of God Every single time man encounters God, he's in literal shock. I'm not talking about heathens, I'm talking about good people. When Isaiah, the prophet, the preacher, he's in the temple and he sees the Lord. High and lifted up. And his train, the veil of his robe filled the whole temple. Hey man, that, that's significant because every time there would be a battle, kings would fight. and One king would defeat another king. He would cut the skirt off of his robe and he would sew it on his and to show everybody my victories. When Isaiah seen the Lord, he was high and lifted up. And his train was so long. (laughs) That it filled all the temple. And Isaiah was in awe. The preacher. The one that thought he was doing good. The one that thought he was where he needed to be And all of a sudden the preacher gets a realization, my good enough doesn't compare to God's good enough. Let me tell you why you need to be in church every time the doors are open. You need to have a moment with God. If you're living out in the world with all your dope smoking buddies, you'll get to thinking I'm good enough. When you're hanging around with people cussing and swearing and cheating and doing all the things of the world, you'll get to thinking, I'm good enough. Yeah. But when you walk into the house of God and you feel the presence, it does something inside of you let you realize, hmm, there's some things I need to work on. The preacher said, I'm undone. Which means what I thought was good enough. It ain't good enough now that I see the holiness of God. He said, I'm undone. I'm a man of unclean lips. I've been saying things I shouldn't have been saying. And I'm dwelling in a place Full of people of uncleanly. Li- what are you talking about? He was saying, "You know what? I, I shouldn't have been on that phone call last week." Praise God. Is this okay? So I, I don't. I don't like getting into that deep prayer because it, it does things to me. That's what you want. Yeah. You can't make heaven without that. Yeah. Until you get into the presence of God and he begins to work on you, you don't even know what's wrong in your life. When you get into the red hot presence of God, you say, oh, I'm, a, I'm undone. Uh, I got some things I need to change. Why does it matter, Pastor? What, do, do I do I have to be perfect? you need to try to that needs to be the goal we're all born in sin and shaping in iniquity amen that's what daily prayer is all about you walk through the door say God I'm just flesh God I'm humanity I, I gotta get ready today I don't want sin in my life Adam and Eve had fallen into deep sin. and They knew they had sinned. So they make fig leaves, sew them together, and make clothes out of them, out of fig leaves, sew them together. Amen. So then they go about their business and doing whatever, which means they think they're good enough. Right? They've corrected the problem. They've sowed fig leaves. They're good enough until God shows up. Yeah. When they come into the presence of God, they realize what they thought was good enough wasn't good enough anymore. Did God say anything or did they just take off hiding? They took off hiding. What, what, it was just the presence of God. Boy, the devil don't like what I'm preaching right now. If for no other reason you need, don't need to forsake the assembling together of yourself for this very purpose, you need to be in the presence of God every chance you can. Their good enough wasn't good enough when God showed up. And they started running away. God's a merciful God. Somebody said, well, I don't think you need to get on all that in church. Oh, yeah, I think you do. I don't, I don't think you ought to talk about anything clothing in church. Well, you don't believe the Bible. Because God looked at two people and he said, you're not dressed right. I'm going to fix this. And he went and killed animals and took the coats and covered everybody that lived on the planet. Well, that's just for the, the radical apostolics. He taught everybody on the planet how to dress. And guess what? Adam and Eve dressed right and they passed it down in Hebrew. uh, Even to this very day their tradition is they wear, that word coats was a tunic. It was a piece of clothing that went below their knees and below their elbows and covered up their collarbone. Sad when preachers can't even pray for people because they're I hate to get plain, but this Bible's pretty plain. Hey Amen. I, I, I want to be good enough. I, I don't want to just get to the point where I feel good about myself. I want to get to the point where God feels good about me. So how do you do this? I'll tell you how you do it. You do more than what you're supposed to do. Well, you ain't got no Bible for that. Praise God. Yeah, I do. Matthew five and thirty-eight, he said, Ye have heard that it had been said, An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say unto you that ye resist not evil, but whosoever shall smite thee on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. Well, oh, it'll be good enough. If I let him hit me once. And if any man will sue thee at the law and take away thy coat, let him have thy cloak also. Praise God. Well, it sure is quiet in here today. And whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile, go with him two miles. Twain is what the Bible said. What are you talking about? The Romans controlled the area where Jesus lived. In his ministry, this is what he's talking about. There was a law that if you, a Roman soldier, he had his helmet, had a spear, had this and had that. He could just find anybody and say, here, carry this. And the law said, Nicholas, you've got to carry it for one mile. If I tell you to, you have to carry it one mile or you're in trouble. Jesus said, if somebody tells you to carry their helmet one mile, just go ahead and carry it two miles. What are you? Ta- I'm talking about the bride of Christ. I said I'm preaching about the bride of Christ that don't try to just get right to the edge and get as close to sin as they can, but they get up. A- you may not like this, but if you do like this, you're probably going to heaven with me. The bride of Christ will do more than it has to do. Genesis 24, and the servant took ten camels of the camels of his master and departed. For all the goods of his master were in his hand. And he arose and went to Mesopotamia to the city of Nahor. And he made his camels to kneel down without the city. That means on the outside of the city by a well of water at the time of the evening. Even the time that the women go out to draw water. And he said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, I pray thee, send me good speed this day and show kindness unto my master Abraham. Behold I stand here by the well of water and the daughters of the men of the city come out to draw water. And let it come to pass that the damsel to whom I shall say let down thy pitcher I pray thee that I may drink. She shall say drink and I will give thy camels drink also. Let the same be she that thou hast appointed for thy servant Isaac. And thereby shall I know that thou hast showed kindness unto my master. Amen. Isaac is a type in the shadow of Jesus Christ. Amen. And Abraham's servant is out looking for a bride for Isaac. And the servant says, Lord, this is how I'm going to know it's the right bride. When I say I want something to drink, she's going to say, go ahead, buddy, drink all you want. And when you're done, I'm going to draw water until all your camel's had all they want to drink. Well, I'll do what they say if they can show me in the Bible. If they can't do that, I ain't you. You ain't the bride. Praise God. Because guess what happens? Here comes Rebecca. The servant already prayed. This is is the one that's going to be the bride. Not the one that says, I've done enough. I'm good enough. She was a good girl. She had kept herself. He said, this is going to be it. When I tell her I want something to drink, she's not going to balk and say, who are you? Where's that scripture? I've got to get you something to drink just because you're a man. <laughs> y'all, y'all act like I ain't ever heard that before. <laughs> Praise God. I might have just lost it right there. (laughs) But she's going to say, I'm going to get you something to drink. And when you're full, all them old camels, they're going to get something to drink. You know what? She was, she had a heart. She said, I I don't want to be just good enough. I I don't want to just, you know, just to do, somebody has to. Put their thumb on me and tell me. But I I, I want to go above and beyond. And here she comes. He's already prayed the prayer. Here she comes. I need something to drink. Okay. Scoops him up some water. Gives him all he wants. Don't say a word. Just starts scooping. Water and all of them. Oh, I feel Jesus in this place right now. I'm going to tell you, the bride of Christ will always have the Spirit. I want to do more. Boy, boy, boy. I don't know how many times I heard this. I ain't going to do it until I hear them say it over the pulpit. If they say it over the pulpit, then I'll start. Or I'll stop. You ought to have enough prayer life. Help me, Jesus. Why don't you lift your hands to the Lord together right now? In the name of Jesus Christ. I'll just leave it with this and then we can pray. Musicians come, give them hope. I'm going to tell you if Rebecca's spirit would have just been, I, I've, done, I've done good enough. I gave a man, didn't know him, gave him something to drink. If she would have had just a good enough spirit, she would have missed out on being the bride. She would not have been the bride. I'm troubled today. There, there ain't enough pulpit time for me to preach everything everybody needs to do. There ain't enough time for me to counsel everybody, tell everybody every step they need to take. At some point you got to get a connection with God. <laughs> some point you got to get a prayer life. So, at some point you got to make up your mind, I am going to be the bride. I I'm not going to be left behind. I'm not looking for a preacher that will preach it softer and easier and less. I'm going to be the bride. Hey. I feel enough Holy Ghost in here right now. That everybody in this building could get ready to be the bride of Christ before we leave. Stand together with me church. Just dawned on me yesterday praying how easy it would have been for her to miss being the bride. It wasn't even a requirement. How simple, how easy, how close she came to not being. God, put it in my spirit. God, I'm not here to just barely skim by. God, I want to go the second mile. God, I want to make sure. Come on, is there anybody in this building that says, I want to make sure. I'm going to clean some things out of my life. I want to make sure. I cannot miss the rapture. Come on, everybody in this house. I wish you would find somewhere to pray. If you can make it around the front, please come. If not, pray somewhere. Come on, we need an attitude change today. Don't fight against it. Don't fight against what God's called us to be. Don't try to find a shortcut. I'm going to do everything, God. God, I want to do more. I want to give more. Come on. Come on. I want you to get past that. I feel good feeling. I want you to go past that. God, God, I want to make sure today, make sure my spirit is right make sure my prayer is right I want to make sure my commitment is right God I don't want to burn I don't want to be lost over a little thing God I got to make it come on I wish travail would spring forth in this house right now and mamas and daddies and husbands and wives and to cry out I'm going to do better God I'm going to do more I'm not going to kick against the pricks God search me (laughs) God I'm going to pray more than I've ever prayed come on we got to be good enough Come on, church. Come on, if you'll just press your way in, you'll get that condemnation off of you. talking to God I gotta have it Lord reassure me today God